Hey, hey, welcome to the Busy Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby French. Each week, I will share tips, tricks, strategies, and ideas from one busy principal to another. I hope you find something that makes principaling a little easier for you so you can embrace the joy of being a principal every day. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Busy Principal Podcast. This is Bobby French, and I am your host, and I have been busy, but it is time to drop a few more episodes because it is hiring and or interviewing season, depending on which side of the table you're sitting on this time of year. Today, though, we're going to look at this from a hiring lens. I've learned so much more about hiring over the past few years, compiling ideas from my friends Beth Huff, Joe Sanfilippo, and of course, Jimmy Casas. And then even more from my ever-growing professional learning network. This is why it's important to be connected and share and learn from others. Anyway, hiring a new staff member should not be a daunting task or just something to cross off your to-do list. I used to just want to get it over with. Now I'm realizing this is a huge opportunity for your school. Think about what are you missing on your team? How can you hire someone that's going to complement your team and help everyone move forward? Think about the strengths, skills, or talents that you're looking for and that you want in order to make your team and your school even stronger. I will never forget this advice from Jimmy Casas, that you want to hire what's missing from your team, someone that can add to it instead of someone that will just fit in. So I take that advice to heart and I think about, you know, do I need someone more innovative? Do I need someone that has more technology experience? Do I need someone who has more experience moving us in the right direction for equity and culturally responsive practices? I don't want someone that's going to do what we're already doing. So how can I find someone that's going to complement what we already have? It's also important that you make a good impression of your school from the beginning. Think about You want to make that good impression. You want to recruit those people to come to your school. Is your job posting traditional or are you actually recruiting somebody to join your team? I think about those I want you posters as I'm looking for the perfect candidate. What am I looking for and how am I inviting them to apply to be part of your school? I love seeing principals or district administrators across the country that are putting out cool posters inviting people to apply. How will you use the application process to narrow down your candidates? Do you just have them fill out the traditional application? Do you include essay questions to get their insight into their values or their opinions on specific topics, as well as to check out their writing skills? Nothing drives me crazier than going through cover letters that are A, either just, um, you know, rubber stamps, same one over and over again, or ones that have grammar or spelling mistakes. Another great idea that I've just heard of is asking them to create a flip grid video. This also shows you their speaking ability and how they create a presence. Are there other tasks that you want them to do? I always love having finalists teach a class, especially if you're interviewing during the school year. 
I remember one year I had two candidates that I really couldn't decide. And I asked them, this is the first time I asked someone to actually teach a lesson. And I'm so glad that I did because it was really evident which one was ready to be in the classroom and could add to our school. Now let's go back to making that first impression. I try to be intentional. I want to create an environment and a message that makes candidates say, I want to work there. You know, so from the moment they walk in, they want to be a tiger. They want to be a warrior. We need to treat our future employees, teachers, staff members, like rock stars. How are you rolling out the red carpet? I've given this a lot of thought over the past few years. So I've started displaying one of those message boards in my lobby with the candidate's name on it, welcoming them and letting them feel noticed as soon as they enter our building. There's nothing like showing up for an interview and getting the deer in the headlights look from office staff, making you feel like you're in the wrong place. We want to avoid that. Everyone in my building knows what's happening and who's coming, and they are friendly and greet candidates with a big smile and enthusiasm, and we use their names. If there's paperwork for them to fill out, it's well organized, and we provide it in a branded folder. Think school colors, logo, motto. We, we want to stand out. We want the candidate to know what they're getting themselves into and what kind of school we are. I always offer everyone a bottle of water and lifesavers. There's nothing like getting a dry mouth or parched or just needing an excuse to take a breath while you're having an interview. We also want to encourage them to breathe, relax, take a drink if they need it. We are in no rush and what they have is to say is important to us. We don't want them to feel like it's something they just have to get done or get through. Now think about the questions you're going to ask. Make sure that your interview team is prepared ahead of time. I always like to use an interview team that's comprised of uh, teachers, staff members that might work with this person, parents, even sometimes students if it's appropriate. I like to find interview questions that say as much about us as a school and our values as it does about the candidate. This the, in finding the right interview questions for the right position is one of the most frequently asked questions in my private principal groups. I've actually compiled a list of some interview questions for you that are on my website and will be linked in the show note. This includes some of the questions that Beth Huff and Shelley recommend in Lead Like a Pirate. I suggest that you also use lightning round questions. These are some of my favorites. So two years ago, we had to hire 10 new teachers that summer, and it was my first year in a new school. My administrative team really liked the lightning round questions. This was definitely something new to them. They're quick questions that catch the candidate off guard and have them answer kind of with the first thing they can think of. Many of our candidates and the ones that we ended up hiring always end up commenting on those questions. But it was also a very non-stressful way to bring the interview to an end and put the candidate at ease before giving them the opportunity to ask questions of their own. The best advice I can share about hiring is that it can be about what, you know, they say it's about the fit. And I think we use that too many times as an excuse when we let a candidate know that we're not hiring them. But you do have to make sure that it's the right person for the job that you're trying to fill. 
Sometimes it can be about how the candidate answers the questions. Sometimes it's the comment content of their answer. Sometimes you just feel it. You just know whether that person is going to be part of your school culture or bring that something that's missing for your team. It's not always about experience, but college they attended, skills they might have, or what the resume says. There are times that I know within the first five minutes of an interview whether or not someone will be the person we are looking for to add to our team. And sometimes we know that they're a new teacher, but they have that enthusiasm and drive that we're looking for and we're willing to work with them and coach them. Now here comes the very best part. And this is where some of my advice from Joe Sanfilippo comes, is when you're getting ready to make that offer to your chosen candidate. You want them to be as excited about joining your team as you are about inviting them to be part of your school. How can you let them know that you think they are a rock star and should choose your school? Well, Joe, I've seen him um, offer this in a couple of his workshops. He actually has had students offer the position to their new teacher. So he's had the teacher in the conference room and then the students on the other side of the door. He's also had the candidate's parents on call, on standby to be the first ones to hear about the news or sometimes to actually offer them the job. So think about the clever ways that you can do that that go just beyond making that phone call. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say that I also think the other most important part of this process is how you let the candidates you did not hire know that information. Nobody wants to get a no thank you email. If they took their time to come and interview with you, I find that the best thing that we can do is to call them, to let them know that they weren't our candidate this time. And then I also try to provide any feedback that I think will help them in the future. So I hope all these little tidbits help you as you get ready for hiring season. And my upcoming podcast, the goal is for it to be about onboarding. Once you've hired them, then what? Until then, I hope everybody has a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. Feel free to drop in a comment, subscribe, or share everywhere, like on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or even LinkedIn, for anyone who might enjoy these short weekly podcast episodes. Catch y'all next week.